In case we didn't see you last week or talk to you last week, we hope you had a very happy Thanksgiving. This is episode 61 of Diamond Dreams Miami Up and In. And Mike, that um, that diet I was doing last week that I went to... Expired? Oh, man. <laughs> Kicking it back up again. Like today I have my egg whites, my potatoes. You know? I, I will but, tell you, when I walked in today to the house, first thing I said was, that smells good in here. <laughs> I heard you were making some papas or something. Yeah, I made some potato, some egg whites. Man, it's, you know, every every Thanksgiving, every holiday season, that's the season to gain a little bit of weight, you know? And I, it's um, it's crazy because, you know, I've, I've seen various people that I've run into. And, you know, I've, I've lost about 15 pounds in the last few months. And I also ran into um, a dad over at St. Brendan, Ariel Menendez. And he looked slim. And I'm like, Ariel, how much have you lost? He's like, bro, I lost like 30-something pounds. I'm like, great, bro. He's like, nice. bro, I've always been slim. But, you know, comida happens, bro. Yeah, comida it's happens, It's tough. And, and he, you know, he has a roofing company. So he's, he's out and about. And, bro, what's easy when you're out and about? Fast food. Fast food. Fast food. That's it. Fast food. And then and then over at the academy, Nick Nick Martinez, Thomas is dead. Yep. Lost a ton of weight too. And he's like, bro, I have to. And you know, we're 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 in our forties now, man. <laughs> we gotta watch cholesterol. We gotta watch yeah. a lot of things. But these days I told myself, I, I told Anna last week, I'm like, babe, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna worry. We're gonna eat. Have fun. We're gonna drink. Absolutely. We're gonna have a good time. Absolutely. Yeah, Monday it, it starts again until Noche buena time. Noche buena. Got a couple, two, three days escape uh, there. Yeah. Back yeah. to eating lechong and rice and beans. and mm. No, but but it was good, man. How was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was good. You know, um, Thanksgivings for me are always very humbling. I know for some reason, every time there's like a, a big event where everybody's, you know, for me, it's kind of like a little more quiet, a little more humbled. I think a lot about family. I think a lot about choices. And, um, and it was good, you know, it was good. I had a, a great time with my family. I had a great time with the families that we spent some time with and, um, looking forward to Noche Buena. Did you, did you host or you spent no, I went to else. my mom's, yeah. went to my mom's. And then after that, I went to my, my in-laws house and nice. uh, a little lunch and a dinner, simple, easy, you know? Yeah. Tranquilo. We, we, we hosted here, but very tranquilo. My mom, my mom makes the, not, now they have a name for it. She's always done it this way, but they call it the pavochong, no? Because it's, right. uh, it's a turkey, but it has mojito yeah. and it has the, the onions and all that. Nice. Very Cuban style with rice and beans. She does make the, the you know, the what's it called? The sweet potato thing Cardigo. with the marshmallows on Oof. top and all that. Yeah. So that's good, but, you know, no no pumpkin pie. No. The, for us, <laughs> it's kind of cool because in at my mom's house, we have the oven turkey my sister makes. Comes out delicious. And then my father-in-law's house, he uh, deep fries it. Oh, okay. So, you know, my mom's is a little more American. We got more thing. And there it's a little more rice, beans, stuff like that. So I kind of get the best of both. What do you and like better, the, the oven roasted or deep fried? Wow. That's a great question. I like the deep fried when it's a little more extra cooked or crispy, like on the ends and stuff like that. 
Other than that, I think I'll just take the regular turkey with gravy. But the deep fried ones, I, I really like the 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 crust and the crisp that comes with it. You know what I, I mean? I never so I get to have both. I never got accustomed to the uh, deep fried one. My, yeah. my sister used to make it that way, or she probably still does. I mean, because um, they, they started hosting and then we host. So we get together more for, for Nochebuena. But the deep fried, I, I prefer the oven. Yeah, I mean, the deep fried for me is something new that they, you know, my in-laws, I learned with them. And they were been doing it maybe for like, you know, five, six years or whatever. But, you know, just the crispy parts. Man, and you watch some of those you know. videos of the of the deep fry fails. Yeah, be careful, man. <laughs> and, and like fire all over the backyard. No, like those backyards catch on and fire. Especially like when nothing. there's little kids around running around, you got to make sure that that they're not yep. nowhere near that. You know what I mean? And you know, as many times as you tell these kids, oh, no. "Hey, don't, don't bump into that." Nah, they, they, don't they, they don't care. They don't listen, man. They don't listen. But hey, my daughter's and Angelina's nine today. Oh my wow! Happy birthday! Angelina, she's nine today. Nine time years flies. old, man. Wow. Time flies. She was a Thanksgiving baby when she was born. Um, and then her birthday will repeat Thanksgiving again in 2025. Nice. So it's pretty cool. So what does a nine-year-old girl ask for these days for her birthday? Um, she was asked to be taken to the mall. So they took, we took her to the mall. She wanted Cheesecake Factory. She wanted to go to Claire's. We gave her a nice little budget there. And, you know, she did her thing, you know, plus some other. She asked for a couple of little Taylor Swift nice. things. And, you know, listen. Um, you know as well as I know, our kids get spoiled all year. Your kids oh, yeah. too. Like they get spoiled 100%. all year. You've you know seen, I mean? you've seen yeah. Anderson's player. Yeah. yeah, but um, but you know, she's a sweet girl. You know, and uh, hope she has a great day. You know, it's it's you know it. It's one of those things that when when I found out I was gonna become a dad, I was like, man, I'm not gonna spoil my kid. But it's tough. It's tough. It's tough, it's especially tough. when they're a good kid. You know, and 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 I'm like, man, you know what? But why not? They're gonna be this little only right. once. But why not? You know. But why not? You know. Like, I think about both sides of it. I'm like, well, you know, they're, they're spoiled. They have everything. And I get it. I get it. But why not? You know what I mean? They're going to be kids for only a certain amount of time. Yep. There's going to become a day we're not going to want any of that stuff. Just, you know, why not? Spoil them. Yeah. Make sure they appreciate, which is nothing wrong. You know, if a kid has a lot of toys and he's appreciative, he's not spoiled. You yeah, know what I mean? True. Spoiled is when they have everything and then they're bored in five minutes because they have nothing to play with. You know what I mean? But um, why not spoil them, bro? Man, the other day I was cleaning out his area and, and you know, we gave away a bunch of toys that he doesn't play with anymore. Brand new. They're probably brand new. And they're they're brand new, you know, but yeah. but like at the time he loved them and yeah. he played with them yeah. and you see the joy in their faces yep. and all that. But you know, like you said, the, it, dude, it happens very fast. Very fast. It's so cliche you know? and you know, to I, I think most of the people that listen to us are parents, uh, but those that aren't parents, I know it's cliche. Because I, I when people tell me, Oh, I'm gonna become a dad. And or, or a mom or whatever, and I tell them, listen, everybody's gonna tell you this, but enjoy every single minute because it goes by very fast. Yeah, I just showed you a picture. We're putting up a gallery wall, a picture of Anderson from some Christmases ago that we did a, a shoot. And, and dude, that feels like it was yesterday that we were at at the photographer's house, it's wild, doing the shoot. You know, we we threw this little blanket over him. He looked super cute. And, you know, fast forward, and now he's, you know, six. He's going to be seven next year. That's crazy. It's that's nuts. Why, that, that's why you got to enjoy your life, man. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your friends. Enjoy your business. Love what you do, you know, and be a good person. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So. Absolutely, man. And it's, um, you know, the, these holidays, you know, like, yeah, enjoy them. Enjoy the, enjoy the time. Like, sometimes I'm, I don't take enough pictures, you know, and then, like, the... It's good because you keep the memories. Not everything's right. going to be a picture, right? 
But sometimes like, oh man, we forgot to take a family picture today. We right. made sure we took one on, on yeah. Thanksgiving and of him and with my mom and all that stuff. So, so that was nice. Um, but aside from eating the turkey, what did you do? Because this was a, a week that we're off from school. I know that there was there was baseball too. I had baseball. We think we had baseball on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Thanksgiving, Friday. I took on the pressure cleaning project at the house, did the tiles, the walls, the gutters, did everything, put up the Christmas lights, put up new lights in the back. Oh, I gassed myself out, man. That's killer. And then uh, Saturday, Sunday, you know, we had Academy 911 and <clears throat> continue cleaning up the house, getting things ready for Christmas, decorations, stuff like that. But it's been good, man. It's been a nice week. And today, back to work. Yep. Back to reality. Yeah, man. The w- waking up today was not <laughs> easy. It was like, damn, the alarm again. Uh, but no, like last weekend, we went to we went to Disney. We did the uh, Very Merry Christmas. Nice. It was it was cool because um, we went with a couple families, the, the Pulidos and the Davids over from St. Brendan. And, um, you know, their, their kids are friends with Anderson. They're in the same grade. And we've become friends, you know, the, with, with the parents. And we did the Very Merry Christmas, and Anderson likes going on all the rides. He likes the, the roller coasters, and I told him, Papa, do you want to go on Space Mountain? He's like, man, let me think about it. You know, I told him, look, it is dark. It is dark, so, you know, and, and you're not going to be next to me. You're probably going to be behind me so or in front of me, so it's different. It's like, let me think about it. So we went on the people mover first, and it parked right there, and dude, Space Mountain for, for Christmas, I had never seen it like this. There was lights going, going you know, on. Uh, they had Christmas music going, so you could actually see the track. So I was like, dude, look, it's not that dark. Do you want to go on? And he's like, yeah, let's go on, let's go on, nice. man. And, and right before we went on, he was like, Papa, I think I need to go do pee-pee. And we were like about to ride, oh. and I go, Papa, look, you're just nervous. It's normal. Let's get on. Once we we go, uh, we come out, we'll go straight to the bathroom, but let's go on. You know, I think it's just nerves. They went on, you know, dude, as soon as he finished, he goes to me, Papi, I loved it. I want to go. go on again. And I'm like, there no, but we need to go to the bathroom. He's like, I don't need to go to the bathroom anymore. <laughs> I want to go on again. We didn't go on again because, you know, you have to make the line and all that. But, but dude, he absolutely loved it. That's awesome. So, man. so it was cool. Getting him used to that at a young age, huh? Yeah, and, and, and he, <laughs> he, you know, he, he doesn't he doesn't give me any any pushback. Nah, you know, good, he man. he likes it. That's good. He he's scared of certain things. There's certain things that he'll tell you like, oh, I don't like the other. We were watching something on TV and a scary movie commercial came out. And he's like, oh, I'm gonna have nightmares tonight. And I'm like, dude, you just rode Space Mountain, yeah. man. Like, you know, this isn't this isn't scary. This is make believe. That's good that he likes roller coasters, man. You know, it's good. My daughters love it too. I'm not a fan. I'll ride it I, like, I, like I told you I'll ride the, the new stuff that comes out I'll ride it once or twice Just to but say like now it. when I go next weekend I'm probably not gonna ride anything it's just you know it's not my thing man not my style listen you know? I, I, I went on it I'll go on Thunder Mountain I'll go on all that stuff there's some that I don't I don't go on anymore yeah. and then you know and it's like it's also like a thing with with age, right? Because, you know, you read all those, when, when you were 20-something, you read all those things about like, oh, if you have this and that, yeah, yeah that's stupid, you know? Uh, but the last time I went on a really intense roller coaster, dude, my back was on fire for <laughs> for that, a few days. It's I'm that like, old age, oh, man. It's that God. old age. You know, the up and down and to the side and all that and the twisting and turning. And it's like, they put that up for a reason, oh, you know? Biggest question for you. Did you have the egg rolls? We did not this <sighs> time. We did not. Killing me. There was a there was a long line. What, what happened to me? And it <clears throat> it was pretty funny. I um, 
the the rest of the of the people were like, hey, you know, we're just gonna eat at this because uh, we were like in the in Tomorrowland. They were like, oh, we want to eat at uh that that future place, whatever that they have, like the the guy that's playing the piano and all that. I forget what it's called, Galactic, right? Something. So they're like, oh, we're gonna eat here. I I don't like the food in that place. I I think the the burgers are pretty mediocre, whatever. So I go, you know what? I'll, I'll do what I always do. I'll go to Casey's. I'll get my hot dog. And I'll come back. I go on the app. I'll put, you know, ready for now. Here you go. Start, like, walking over there. And I'm, and for those that haven't seen me, I walk fast. I walk really fast. So I'm, like, hauling ass over there. Dude, as soon as I get, like, it's me, Main Street, and Casey's is right across from me. There was a parade going oh. on. So I stood there, and I looked at the girl, and she's like, oh. And I go, what are my options? I'm going right there. I have an order. She goes, okay, you could do one of two things. You could wait for the parade to finish. Oh. <clears throat> There's a few floats that are still going to come through. Or you could go all the way to the front, go around to go to the other side of Main Street and then come up that way. And I looked and I'm like, I'll just wait. So I waited. You know, I, I, I told myself, look, it, it sucks. Let me make the best of it. You know, I saw the uh, the parade go through. Santa comes out at the end, and then I That's crossed. Over. I was like, "Excuse me," and I'm moving people out of the way. I had to push a couple people because they were like standing in my way. I'm like, "I need to get my hot dog," <laughs> and then I and then I walked it back. Everybody's like, "Dude, what took you so long?" I'm like, "Employee, right? employee follows the rules, huh?" I can just <laughs> just go ahead, and jump right over. <laughs> <laughs> just right, right, right in front of Cinderella. <laughs> No, nothing, nothing's going to happen, but, but yeah, no. So that was my, my Thanksgiving week. I put up, awesome. I put up uh, Christmas decorations, bought a few new ones. I have nice. these nutcrackers that their eyes move. Nice. They play music and, and you could probably see it right here. There's a Cuban Santa with his guayabera. Tabaco. He has a tabaco in his, uh, in his pocket of, the, of his guayabera, un cafecito. Dominoes, little dominoes. Dominoes. Looks good. And, and I had seen it in a couple of houses over the years and I was like, oh, and, and you know what? I was like. I'm going to do it, bro, yeah, you know? Looks good. Got to embrace the tradition. I bought one for inside and an inflatable Cuban Santa for the front. He looks great. <laughs> he looks great and it's different, which is cool. Yeah, no, you know? and the one in the front looks really cool. It looks really, really cool, and, and he has the guayabera and all that. So it's, you know, it's an, a, 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 a conversation nice. starter. Nice, real cool. I like it. So that's nice. Real cool. But, man, it's, uh, you know, so we, we did that during the week. Like you said, there was a lot of baseball you had the, the Thanksgiving tournament, mm -hmm. you had the practices, and now yep. we're gearing up towards the end of the fall with playoffs coming up. You know, talk about this time of year because, you know, to to me, and and, and look, you know, I, I guess it's it's more on on the adults, on the parents. I think kids, kids adjust pretty easily. You know, like you tell Anderson now, like, hey, we have practice for uh, Saturday. We went to practice Saturday. Tranquilo, you know. They don't bat an eye. They get back. Hey, after this, we're going to bird. Okay, great. You know, and then they got this and this and back to school. But for us, man, it's like we have baseball. Then there's a little bit of a pause and we yep. have this and we have that. Yep. Talk about that time of year because it's always like at least for for the parents and I guess for, you know, obviously for the coaches too. It's a little bit like, okay, we got this and it's a stop. Then we got this and it's, you know. Yeah, for us, I mean, it's a, this is the quick turnaround. You know, this is very different from after spring to fall. You get three months. This is a, you know, five-week turnaround. So, you know, as soon as the season's over, we have playoffs this week. They, they tailor off into next week, and then you have the All-Star Games. And then we have a trial right away on the 15th. 
you know, we really don't have any time to to stop. You know, we have to get our rosters done. We have to get our registrations in by the, by the first week of January. And, you know, if I, if I wait and let it mount up, our teams won't be ready to go in the third week of January, which is when they need to be ready to go. Even though the week starting in the fourth week, they have to be ready to go the week before for the tournament. Um, so for us, it's a quick turnaround. You know, if you're somebody who, who plans on taking December off, then you're just going to have to come back in January and try out. Like, you know, if you're registered in DD in December and you're active in the program and you're paid in the program in December, you're gonna, you got your spot guaranteed. But the moment you vacate that spot, you know, pay for it, you know, you're going you're gonna to have to come back in January. And then when that happens, I can't guarantee anything because the rosters are made December 15th and 16th. You understand? So, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a tough time of the year because you have people who want to take the time off and, and, and stuff like that. But just unfortunately for the baseball academies and the baseball teams locally, it's a quick turnaround and it's, it's a tough time of the year for some parents. Maybe if they're undecided, if they're going to stay or they go, they're going to have to decide because it's, it's a quick turnaround, you know, and, and it's, it's not me making the rules. It's just the way it is. You know, they yeah, set the dates quick. and we adjust to it. So if opening day is, January 26th, and my tryout is December 15th, giving you, um, you're giving me five weeks. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a quick turnaround. So my advice is stay registered, stay practicing, get yourself on the team for January. Remember that the spring season is a long one. You know, it's the five, six month one. So, you know, get your kids on the team. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, I, uh, I saw, I saw on the Meba Instagram that Alex posted. Hey, you know, the season starts on, mm-hmm. on this day, and talk about that transition period because, like you said, there's, there's kids that are, you know, kids always, you know, they, their parents take them somewhere else, or they move, or new teams pop up. You know, I've seen on, yeah, on Meba, always, you know, yeah, always, hey, yeah. very you know, try normal. out for this, try yeah. out for that. You very know, normal. How is it every year with that? Uh, with that transition one with the kids and also like new teams popping yeah, up as well it's normal you know i mean this is my 10th year doing this so you know yeah i remember at the beginning when i first started the program you're kind of very protective of your players and, and stuff like that and you kind of get bothered and stuff like that but now to me it's just normal you know parents make the decisions that they want with their kids and take them to play wherever they want the big thing for me is that the kid continues to play baseball somewhere We'd love them to stay with us, but that's not always the case. And as far as the new teams are popping up around there, it's good, man. It's good for the community. You know, it's good for the community and, and people starting companies and making new teams and look forward to playing you guys. Absolutely. It's simple. <laughs> I mean, it's simple. It's simple. Like if anybody thinks that when somebody leaves and you play against them, like you don't want to beat us and we don't want to beat you, like, come on, guys, it's competitive. You know, good luck and, and good luck on your new team. And, and we'll look forward to squaring off with you. It's always and, that, and that's it. Like it's simple. Like I'm not gonna like I'm gonna fill my rosters, Armando, one way or another. You know what I'm saying? Like let me remind you that we had a surplus of 35, 6, 7 years this year. So we had an instructional league. You know what I mean? So spots are there to be taken. You know what I mean? So And the kids in the instructional league, how did they uh amazing. improve during amazing. the season? How was the amazing the playoffs? Amazing. Yeah. The coach pitch playoff, every playoff game was decided by one run. Wow. The team that won it had the black team. They had to walk off the opposing team twice. So that's pretty competitive, no? Like yep. that's that's pretty fair, you know. And um, the kids have proved tremendously. And all those all those thirty five kids are going to go now play public, whether it's Palmer, whether it's Tamiami, whether it's Maiba. But you know now that'll be a nice challenge for them. 
So now for the for the spring, there's gonna be different. Uh, yeah, so for the spring now, you know, you have a you have the South Miami Youth Baseball League that opens okay. up. They only do a, a spring league, and that's a little more recreational, a little more beginner. So like those beginner kid pitch teams and those beginner coach pitch teams that we have, those real beginner ones, that becomes an option for them. It's a very comfortable league. There's no 8 p.m. games. You know, it's it's they don't play Fridays. Like it's very very comfortable league. So. And then, you know, you have to see what happens with Tamiami. You know, they haven't began to advertise, and obviously the Maiba. But we'll, we'll make the rosters, and then we'll, we'll decide what we feel is best for that team. And then we'll let the parents know, you know. Awesome. But Not looking it's forward, the same, looking forward it's to It's the same it. grind, you know. It's the same grind every offseason. You know, new teams, people got to make decisions. You know, how do you do in your playoffs, you know. And we just keep going. We keep mm-hmm. our foot in the gas, and we just keep going. Yep. You know. Absolutely. We've had eight teams in the program, and we have 18 teams in the program now. So anywhere between eight and 18, we're good, man. You know what I'm and saying? Anderson's so. team has a playoff game on, they do. on Saturday, which sure we're do. looking forward to. Absolutely. And then the, the finals next week. Yep. So very, very much looking forward to that. And towards, uh, towards the finals, December 5th, December 4th is an important date because that's the day that in MLB, the winter meetings begin. Oof. That's when all the uh, all the yep. pieces of the puzzle come together. They're starting to fall now. Just before we went on, um, we saw Sonny Gray's finalizing a deal to go to the Cardinals. That's huge. Seventy five million dollars for the deal. Cardinals. Uh, you know, Sonny Gray. You remember with the uh, with with the Yankees, it didn't go so well for him. But hey, not everybody could pitch in New York, in the Bronx. He did tremendous with the uh, Minnesota Twins. Oakland when he started, I believe. Yeah. And he, he was the runner-up for the Cy Young this year. And and now he's going to get big bucks to go to St. Louis. 75 uh, for three, 25 million a year. You can live yep. off of that, no? Yep. You can buy a lot of real estate with that. <laughs> you know, the card, look, the Cardinals were going to be players. And I, and I still think they're going to be players for for a lot of other guys. But they, they really wanted starting pitching. I think they, they went after Nola as well. Nola ended up back with the with the Phillies. But but the Cardinals, man, they're... Uh, you know they they're always a tough team, and you have Arenado, you have Goldschmidt. You know, like that that team that team needs a couple pieces, and they're right back in it. Yeah, the St. Louis Cardinals are always a contender. I mean, no matter how good or bad their roster has been throughout the years, they've always been in the mix. And I had a feeling that this year, when they had that down year, they're gonna bounce back because that's a winning oh, yeah. that's a winning pedigree there. Like that organization wins, knows how to win. They have history of winning. So, um, I think I think this off season for them is gonna be huge and. Seems like they made the first big splash there with Sonny Gray. And that's a team who's kind of always been, obviously had Albert Pujols and stuff like that, but, man, their pitching's always been dominant. Yep. You know what I'm saying? With Rain Wright and stuff like that. Um, so I'm excited to see them. You know, my, my uncle's a huge Cardinals yep. fan. He's been to the World Series, stuff like that, so I know he's excited. So see what else they do. Yeah, Santos Perez, who the writer we've had a couple of times, Huge fan as well, so I'm, I'm sure he's happy. Uh, the Diamondbacks made a big move. They got Eugenio Suarez in a trade from the Mariners, 22 jacks, 96 RBI, so it gives them some some pop there you know, on, the third base, on the third base side. And it's like one of those things that very Diamondback-like. You know, the Diamondbacks got to the World Series without a lot of hoopla. You know, Corbin Carroll came up through the system, came up. Rookie of the year. Everybody else was just like almost like a plug and play, and they got the job done. And this is one of those moves that right now, it's like oh, okay, you know, 
Nice little move. This, this might not, not be a little move. This might be a huge move come October. Once again, and if you're listening to the past three or four podcasts since the playoffs started, we've been saying it. The Arizona Diamondbacks have a bunch of baseball players on their team. This guy's another baseball player. He's not one-dimensional. You know, this that guy's a real deal baseball player. Yep. You know, and, and they're going to keep building. And I also saw that the Arizona Diamondbacks, they're offering for $299 plus tax uh, home Full season home tickets. Wow. Yeah. I'm sure they're banking on people won't go to every game, but they're doing something <laughs> like that to, to to get people there. Yeah, it's so a great idea. They, they need, you know, they they should they should make some 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 moves like this, you know, because uh that's a good team. And that team is young. They're a bunch of baseball players, they're just gonna get better. A good manager too. So it's <laughs> gotta keep it, you know, keep it rolling. And, uh, you know, everybody's waiting for, for Otani. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens there. A lot of people thinking Dodgers now more than anything. Uh, they were saying that the Mariners might be out. I'm, I'm still thinking the Mariners are in. You know, especially they traded Suarez, got a couple pieces now, younger pieces. And I think they're going to be in. Um, the Yankees looking to make some some moves. I think Juan Soto is going to end up with the Yankees. I think it's a... Uh, I'm not going to call it a foregone conclusion because nothing nothing is, but to me, it makes too much sense. You know, he's a, he's a player. The Padres are looking to unload. You know, their their owner uh, unfortunately passed away. You know, they're looking to to unload some, some high-salaried players. Juan Soto could go to the Yankees. The Yankees could send a couple pitchers out to, to the Padres. You have an outfielder, lefty bat. Yeah. Young guy. Could you know play in the Bronx for the next ten years if if things go well? I think it's a great move. Yeah, I think it's a great move. Um, the Padres are gonna have to unload. Should be having to get a fifty million dollar loan to pay salaries. You know what I mean? So they're gonna have to unload some guys. And like always, New York is is kind of the right fit for all these big power left handed guys. You know what I mean? Especially long term. Um, you know, it's funny that you say that about Seattle because. I read that Otani will hold it against teams if it becomes public that they're negotiating or visiting with them. I read that. Um, yeah. Did you read that? So to me, just us saying so much that Seattle's a player and now hearing you say, oh, Seattle's out of it. I don't know. I, I think that's the game. I think that's the game that he wants. They're unloading yeah. guys. They're creating space. And not just that. And then you got this other, the pitcher that said, I would like to play on a team that has other. Asian, Japanese players. Yep. So it's, it, it, you know, you got to kind of read the writing on the wall there a little bit. And I'm, I'm going to think that teams that are not in play are the ones that are in play. Now, do, do you think, because, I mean, in with the Angels, it's been Otani and Trout, Otani and Trout. Do you think Otani might go to some of these teams and say, I'll sign with you, you trade for Trout? Wow. A 2-4. Wow. I read that, that that it might be a possibility with the Dodgers. The Dodgers were looking into that, like, hey guys, you know, you don't you don't have to go far. You're still in the city. You already bought a house. Keep the same house. Yeah. You know, you don't have to do anything. You just, you know, come come up to um, we're blue and white. Come up, you know, closer to downtown LA. You know, and it's uh, it's an easy move. They have the money to do it. They didn't have a, a very good ending to their season. You know, mm-hmm. why, why not? Yeah, why not? I mean, if you can do it and make it happen, make it happen. But remember that that's not going to guarantee you any wins, though, at the end of no. the playoffs. You know what I mean? And remember that Otani's going there as a one-way guy for the next two years, at least. You know what I mean? 
So if that guy can just focus on hitting, can you imagine? Oh my God, it's going to be crazy. I'm still, I mean, uh, Boston, Boston, Boston might, might quietly go and do some things. How about the left field wall for him? He will, he will destroy, <laughs> he, will, he would do magic. No, and, 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 you know, Mike, Mike Trout too, you know, I mean, people talk about the monster. I mean, the monster, yeah, it's tall. It's close. But it's close. Got it in the air. It's and, very and, close. And, and then you got a lot of balls off the wall, a lot of doubles, yeah. fly balls are out somewhere else. They're kind of doubles, you know? And if the Yankees don't get, don't get Soto, um, you know, I mean, Otani, Otani to the, to the Yankees could always be a possibility. Could always be a possibility. Yankees are always a possibility with everything. I just don't believe in the management right now of the Yankees and being able to, if this was old Steinbrenner, he would have probably <laughs> have already offered this guy $65 million. Yep. You know what I mean? But I, I just, you know, again, I, I just, like I've said before, I think the, the organizations, the sport organizations have to be ran like businesses and, and I get it, but the running the sports team kind of conflicts a little bit with winning. You know, and sometimes you have to make good money moves or bad money moves to kind of get those W's. So I just don't have the confidence in the upper management of the Yankees right now to to kind of seal that deal. And I just don't. Yeah, I know. mean, you have to see what Cashman does, you know, because, I mean, the pressure's on him. Yeah. Um, you know, like he very publicly got upset, went on the defensive. You know, Hal Steinbrenner was like, look, you know, I'll defend him. I just didn't like the way he went about it. So, you know, you saw a very vocal Brian Cashman for the first time in, in a long time. I've, you know, a lot of people have never seen him like that. It was one of those things like somebody goes to you or goes to me and says, hey, you're messing up, dude. Like the last, Armando, the last few real estate deals you did were this, this, and this. And I'm like, oh, wait, wait a minute. This happened because the lender sucked. This happened because this sucked. This happened because this. How about this guy? This guy did great. This guy, you know, this this um this deal went awesome. This deal I closed for 10 million. How about those deals? The same with you with the academy. Oh Mike, you know, the these parents, hey, you know, but all these other people are super happy. All that so they confronted Cashman like this, like, hey, what's up with this guy? And what's up with that guy? And he's like, Sonny Gray came here. I signed him. He didn't do well. Now he's a Cy Young candidate. This other guy, uh, what's his name? The um, the lefty, uh, I'm blanking on his name now. <laughs> you know, hey, Rodon, bro. No, Rodon. I mean, aside from hurt, from yeah. from Rodon, yeah. Why am I blanking on the on the big lefty power hitter that strikes out all the time? Um, <clears throat> so you know, he's like, you know, all these playoff teams are 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 going after him. So you know, it's it's one of these one of these things that he came out so defensive. I I think he's gonna do something. Amando, I, I think that. What we saw there was pressure. You know, I think that um, for him to sit there and say that I think we're pretty effing good right now when they're ranked between 20 and 29 in basically every category other than Garrett Cole. <laughs> yep. um, you know, he, he's got to be frustrated because his brain is, is believing one thing and just the reality is not that, you know. So what happens? Puts up a defense. I signed this guy. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. Stand this, stand that. Um, I think that the clock is ticking, bro. And I think this guy needs to make some couple power moves, you know, a couple good power moves, you know? I think he has to, man. It's it's one of these things that, you know, what you did 15 years ago, yeah. I mean, who, who cares? You know, I mean, the, I the, the, time, the time's passed. I, I haven't mean, won since 09. You know? 
They haven't won since 09. 09 is a long time ago, Mike. If you years were, ago. If, yeah, if you were born in 2009, you're 14 years old. Yeah, you haven't seen the Yankees win. You haven't seen the Yankees win anything. Yeah. I mean, I watched them win when, when, I, was, when I was 16, you know? Uh, but like winning is hard, Armando, and I, I, I keep on w- saying that. You know, winning is a difficult task, and especially in baseball. It takes a lot of emotions, a lot of feelings, a lot of brains to, to get to one goal. You know what I mean? And I, I just don't think that the, the climb is that easy for the Yankees, man. You know, I just they're, they're really down there, bro. They're really yeah. down in the bottom, the bottom 10, 10 teams of the league. And not just that, like, as good as we're going to make them or they're going to sign peoples or whatever, Armando, all the other 29 teams are doing the exact same yep. thing. And you know what? There's some teams right now that are way better than them. Even if they sign yeah. those guys, there's still teams that are way Look, I, better than them. I've never been as down as I've been with the Yankees than I have this year. I mean, it, it's like one of those things that there were some games I didn't even, I didn't even care to watch. And the guy I was thinking about was Joey Gallo. You Joey know, Gallo. Um, they they give him money, struck out a lot, went to other teams. You know, he did better, still strikes out a lot too. But uh, so let's see, let's see what happens. But n- next week when we record, I think we're gonna have a lot more trades and a yep. lot more signings more to info. talk about it's gonna so. it's gonna be it's gonna be good but before we go mike you know um a plug for diamond dreams miami academy diamond dreams miami registration is open for the uh, spring um and our rookies program and our super twos and threes program registration is open hit us up on the instagram at diamond dreams miami or reach out to me 305-219-2957 you can call me you can text me and uh, i'll take care of you yep and on my end if you need to buy sell a hey, the time's coming for end of the year. If you want to buy a house next year, you want to sell a house, He's call me. He's your guy. Call me. You, you could contact me on Instagram. Call me at my number. It's there as well. And and let's have a chat. He's your guy. <laughs> and he's a great person. Known him for over 20 years. So Thank you, man. No, and it's, um, you know, it, it's, it, it's really one of those things, you know, you have your New Year's resolutions. A lot of people want to buy a house. Now's the time to, to start looking. I'll introduce you to a lender if you don't have one. Work with good title companies as well. You know, it's uh, we'll we'll hook you up. Let's go. Let's get it done. We'll hook you up. New house for twenty twenty four. But for uh, for the next show, Mike, you know, we're, we're gonna have a lot to talk about with free agency, man, and and we'll you know hopefully, you know by by next week when we record, I'm, I'm we're talking about how. Anderson's team, you know, the black team and ended up winning a, That'll be nice. a, a little ring there. So uh, that, that'll look, be nice. We look forward to the playoffs with all the teams, man. Absolutely. So it's going to be exciting. Oh, real quick. Shout out to uh, Instructional League T-Ball DD Gold winning the Instructional League T-Ball Championship Season 15 and uh, Easton Peña, Coach Pitch Black nice. winning the upper division. Congrats, guys. Congrats to them and good luck to everybody that's in the playoffs right now. I saw some some good things there in the stats and standings for DD, so when I swear to. He's up.